When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just talk about the focus of the team moving forward from that loss. How do you handle that? And, you know, move forward. Um, so that like that loss like just um help us like um stay together as a team. Um, can't like just dwell, dwell on the loss. Have to stay as a team and um get better and keep getting better this week at practice. Questions? We'll go to Zach, and then we'll go to Mike. Money on a couple of long touchdown passes that they had. From your perspective, what happened there? Where was the breakdown there on the coverage? Um, they just won a good. It was just a one-on-one matchup, and they uh, it was they they won the matchup. It was one-on-one, so it wasn't a breakdown. Just like they had a um, good play, um, they caught a good play against one-on-one. They uh, made a play. Go back behind the lights to Mike Lucas from KAGS, and then we'll go to Travis. Hey, Demani, after Alabama last year, you guys rallied off 11 straight wins. So is there any confidence within the locker room knowing, hey, we rebounded from a loss already and, and put together a great season and we could replicate it now? Uh, yes, for sure. Um, it's just one loss at the beginning of the season. Uh, we know we had, like, mistakes we have to clean up. So um, it's just like we just know we have to um, make it an urgency to clean it up and um, just help us stay together as a team. Down front, we'll go to Travis from the Eagle. With, with two – Two, two and a half games of, of a little bit of offensive struggles. Does the defense feel the weight that they need to kind of maybe carry the, the team to a win if, if the points might not be on the board? Um, yeah, that's all. Like, that's always our mentality, just to keep a, um, a low-scoring game. Um, we're not, like, worrying about the offense scoring a lot of point, points. We're just worrying about doing our job and just focusing on um, executing the defense and just keeping um, making our, like, stops and doing what we have to do. And then the second half um, of the game – was there something schematically that you that y'all changed that you felt like kind of changed the tide in y'all's favor, or was it simply that KJ Jefferson went out and that kind of opened up some opportunities for y'all? Um, I just feel like we just focused in more. Um, we just locked in, like um, I guess 
I guess she was like a little bit, um, um, I don't know the word, but I just uh, feel like we just like locked them more and just we like just focused in more on the little details. Let's go back to the back and we'll go to Morgan from KBTX, then Jennifer. What's the team's excitement level surrounding the SEC home opener? Um, I, I, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean? Okay. Um. Yeah. We're just. We're. Um. I guess we're super excited. Um. We're more excited just to be back in Cal with like everyone here, but um. We're ready to like get it going against um SEC, and we're just super ready to start playing SEC ball. Jennifer from, from the battalion on your left, and then Cole. Hi, Damani. What do you have to say to people who are already counting you guys out for the rest of the season? Um. I just. It's like watch us ball, I guess. Like, um, like we're not worried about the the haters or the doubters. Um, we're just worried about focusing on ourselves and just um, staying as a team and playing as a team. Feel so your far right to Cole, and then we'll go to Justin and then uh, Brett. Damani, last week Arkansas rushed for 49 times. This week you're playing a team that's more pass eccentric. Do you feel like there's a little bit more pressure on the secondary this week to step up and make some plays? Um, yes, for sure. Um, like our all right, this year, like, we've been struggling a little bit on the run, but um, Mississippi State, um, we just have to, like, uh, lock in the Coach Elko's plan, and I'll get, we'll be fine. On your left side, Justin from KX, and Brent. Hey, Dominic, kind of an outlier, but tackling against Arkansas was, was an issue. Is that just a, a one-week one wonder there? Um, yeah, really, you just got to – Let's practice better and make that a um, focus point of practice this week and from here on out. So. And secondly, slow starts. Arkansas and then Colorado obviously moved the ball pretty good early on. And mm -hmm. I know you make good adjustments, and Coach Elko does too, but mm -hmm. getting behind with an offense that's kind of trying to find its way right now, how mm -hmm. critical is it for you guys not to give up points early? Um, it's very critical. Um, we just have to, we have to lock in from the start, and we just can't allow, like, the explosive plays and, like, the – um, big amount of yards from the early on. We just have to lock in and key in from the start. Let's go to Brent Thurman right here in front. So you, you saw it last year. So what is it about a Mike Leach offense that makes it unique in terms of how they attack offensively? Um, it's unique is just because they have like a lot of like different like passing like they can do a lot of things like passing the ball wise. Um, they have like it's hurry up offense. And um, it's just it's tempoed offense, so that's what makes it like unique. Just tempo and just like different the different passes they give you. We haven't visited with Aaron Hansford, but there was one play in particular that caught a lot of people's eyes. He tried to make a push. Did you get an explanation from him on what happened on that play? Did he think he was right along the sidelines or something? Um, he just didn't wrap up. Like it, um, it happens. Um, sometimes I don't wrap up, but he just didn't wrap up that play, and then he um, he'll have it fixed this week. Thank you. Let's go with Robert Cessna on your left. What about Burke's effort? Was that uh, one of the better receivers you've seen in your time here, and what, what made him so good on Saturday? Um, I'll say just like the um, Arkansas is playing with him. Like they have like different plays to get him the ball, and um, they just use him in very unique ways, and he's a good player. All right, we'll finish up with Travis right here in front. I know with against Kent State, y'all y'all went with an extra DB for most of the game. Do you, mm -hmm. do you see some similarities in what Kent State did and and, and their general idea of scheme and what Mississippi State's going to do? Oh uh, yes, yes sir, for sure. Um, last year we played. Um, I played like a, I played as like a nickel position, and we had like um like six DBs on the field. So I feel like we'll do the same with Mississippi State this week. Let's go to 
Got one more we got to follow from Brent. I wanted to ask you how you found the NIL deal so far for you in terms of how it's been for you in terms of any kind of adjustment, extra duties, interviews, mm -hmm. things like that, how it's been for you? Um, It's been okay. I'm, like, really not worried about NIL deals that much. I'm just worried about winning this season and focus on, um, and focus on like, winning and just um, balling with my guys. Thank you. Thanks, Jamal. All right, thank you all. Appreciate it. Anias, as a wide receiver, what do you guys have to do to create those more explosive plays and get open better for Zach? Um, definitely. Uh, I feel like, number one, our main job right now is just make sure, you know, Zach is back there comfortable. Um, he should be able to know that he can get the ball to us, you know, just get in our hands and we're going to be able to do something with it. So, I mean, when it comes to getting open, Shoes. I just feel like we gotta work harder in practice, um, go hard every single day to where you know he just gains that confidence. Let's go to your far right, Cole. Anias, no Chase, no Caleb last week, so Jalen Preston really stepped up as your number two guy. What did you see from him during the game, and more importantly, what have you seen from him throughout the season as he's kind of emerged as that extra receiver for you guys? Uh, definitely. I mean, shoes. Jalen, he's always been, you know, a great competitor um, ever since, you know, high school. So um, everything that he was doing was expected. I didn't expect anything less. Um, so he came out this past fall camp and just working, you know, real hard to go ahead and get down to get even a starting position. So, I mean, I wouldn't even look at him as an extra receiver. I mean, he could be the guy. So, um, so JP is just Great, great receiver, great guy, and I believe that he's going to be able to improve as the season goes on. In the middle to Jennifer, then Owen. Hi, and I, it's Jennifer with the battalion. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. How excited are y'all to open SEC play at home in Kyle Field, and how do you think that atmosphere will help y'all in this game against Mississippi State? Um, being in front of the 12th man is always, you know, an honor to step inside the field. Um, but I just believe that, you know, it's just going to, the environment itself, the fan base, you know, they're going to be behind us. We just need their support at all times, you know, just have confidence and faith in the offense, the defense, special teams, all phases of the game. So, I mean, it's going to be a real big deal for us just going in a, a Kyle Field, you know, first home game in the SEC play. I believe we're going to do great. Let's go to Owen right here in the middle, and then we'll go Justin Nuno. Yeah, nice. Uh first of all, at any time, were you would you have ever foreseen that, you know, the guys that y'all have an offense that y'all be struggling like this? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't think that you know we would be struggling. You know, you always go in with the expectation that you're going to do big things, especially with great players that we have. So I mean, we just have to raise our standards to a whole another level. Um, obviously higher than what they were, and we had to demand those standards when it comes to practice. We're not able to, you know, get by with the high lows that we have um, throughout practice, and we just have to do better in practice. And I assume there's some frustration. How do you make sure that that frustration that you might be feeling doesn't affect not just you, but if you can speak for everybody, that doesn't start to affect your play? Right. Um, you know, you just have to stay level-headed. You know, always be encouraging. Never, never give a sense of doubt in 
what's going on on the field. You just have to shoes, flush it down the toilet, go down, uh, go to the next play, and shoes continue to get better. Let's go to Justin on your left, and then Nuno on your right. Two quick ones, and I. You feel like you guys can hurt the defense more outside the numbers. It seems like everything right now is drags, crosses, slants over the middle, nothing to the outside. Is that something you guys can? And you had that nice one down the boundary against Arkansas. It kind of got you going again, but. Can we see more outside the number stuff from you guys? Um, definitely. I mean, we have, you know, a number of plays to where we can go inside, outside. Um, you know, it's, we all put our trust and faith in the coaches when it comes to play calling. So, shoes, whatever it's called, we just have to make sure we execute. That was my follow-up. Are you all comfortable, like, the game plan going in? I mean, is it changing a lot during the games, or is Jimbo sticking with what you have going into the game? Right. I mean, uh... Shoes, you know, we run in our base stuff. Um, we don't really change too much. We try to stick to what we know. And, you know, with an inexperienced, not inexperienced, but with a young offensive line, you know, we have to uh, go ahead and just continue to work with them, make sure that they know what they're doing, make sure that we're on top of what we're doing outside. And shoes, just make sure that our quarterback is back there comfortable. Let's go to the middle to David Nuno from Texax. And as what's the mood offensively? Are you guys confused, angry with what you saw last week? Do you see plays that should have been made? Well, what is the mood like? Um, I think I can speak for everybody. We're definitely frustrated. Um, you know, it's it's not easy when you don't have success, but it's also motivation because you see plays that can be made, and. We're not able to lead those plays on the field. So, it, I mean, it all starts in practice, going back to what I said. So, we're definitely motivated. Um, definitely don't have, you know, any sense of worry of <clears throat> what's going to happen in the future. We're not even able to control the future. So, when we come to practice, you know, we just have to be locked in, um, not able to, like I said, have those highs and, and those lows in the practice. So, we just have to continue to, you know, really focus in and hone in on the details and just continue to get better. Robert Sesson on the far left. They kept dropping seven or eight in coverage. Jimbo said you guys have faced that before, but you and Jalen had really rough time getting open. Uh, did Arkansas's defense dropping seven, eight different than other defenses you faced doing that? Um, yes, it is a different coverage. Um, you know, with three five three, with them dropping eight, it is you know, I guess you can say difficult to find the seams and the openings. But, I mean, I felt like I was getting open. I felt like Jalen was getting open. We just have to capitalize and, you know, make the big plays. Go in front to Brent and Travis. So if you were calling the shots on offense, how would you go about trying to score more points with this offense? Um, shoes. Honestly, if I was calling the offense, I would do exactly what Jimbo is doing. So Jimbo has, he's a mastermind, you know what I'm saying? So he knows exactly what he's doing. I have total faith in him and total faith in our coaching staff. We just have to continue to trust the plan, trust the process, and make plays. You feel like it might would help open things up a little bit if Zach ran a little bit more maybe? That was an option as well. Um, Zach definitely has, you know, the ability to run. Um, that all comes down to what he believes is best for him. I mean, I'm not able to, you know, make those decisions for him in the game. Um He's just going to have to, you know, make those decisions in practice, whether he's going to run or whether he's going to scramble and throw the ball. We have to get open. And it seems like you already work pretty hard in practice and things like that. How do you go about working harder in practice to make things better? Because you've mentioned that a couple times as mm -hmm. well in terms of how do you ramp that up even more? Right. So uh, really 
you know, like you said, we work hard in practice. It's really just about raising the standard to even higher level. So we just have to continue to grow um, and then demand that, you know, we don't, like I said, have those highs and those lows to where some days we have good days and then some days we come back and it may not start fast and then finish strong or something like that. So it's really just about consistency. You're not able to um, go about practice to where really it's about your feelings like you're not whatever the standard is is really standard over feelings however you're feeling you're not able to let that affect how you go about practice and you have to eliminate the clutter um shoes just go out with a great mindset that you're trying to get better and shoes that's really it i'm gonna travis right here in front i'm gonna finish with mike along the same lines do you feel like i know isaiah's been in the last two weeks after the games and said that there has been kind of a lack of focus, and he said that you need they need to go harder in practice. Do you feel like the standard in practice hasn't necessarily been as high as it should be in the last couple of weeks? Uh, no, I feel like it has. It's just us as leaders, you know, we have to demand more out of our players. And by doing that, shoes, we have to raise our standards to even higher levels. So, I mean, whatever I have to do, to, you know, to elevate my game, then that's what I'm going to be doing. So, And then how would you kind of explain – Zach's day last week because I know you'd probably say in practice you've seen him do some great things what would what do you think was was going wrong for him on Saturday yeah I mean shoot, Zach he had a he didn't have the best day you know but shoes we're not perfect you know we all have bad days I feel like he's gonna use all of this his fuel and motivation to go ahead and bounce back and I think he's just gonna be great I mean shoes you just got to be better Finish it up with Mike from KX in the back. Hey, nice. After the game on Saturday, DeMarvin said this team has to grow up and grow up quick. When you guys lost to Alabama last year, did you feel like that following week, you as one of the younger guys last year, actually grew up and, and did the loss kind of accelerate that for you guys? Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, you know, nobody likes to fill in the losing. And shoes, when you do lose, you're going to remember that feeling. So I'm pretty sure this team is going to remember this feeling, and we're going to come back a whole lot stronger than we ever have before. So it's a sight to see. All right, you're all done. Thanks. Thank you. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.